Hey guys, welcome back to another video. I bet you didn't expect me to upload so soon again, but here we are. Since my last video when I asked for stories, I've literally gotten like 60 stories sent to me. So if you guys keep them coming, I'm more than confident I'll be able to do daily videos very soon. So once again, just keep sending those stories. The website is southerncannibal.com. And if you're looking at the screen, you'll see how to go and submit your story there. Also, sorry this video is a little shorter than usual. I know it's not the typical 30 minute length, but it's still a video and hopefully you guys will still enjoy it. Alright, that's all I gotta say. I hope you guys enjoy these stories. And remember, to always, stay hungry. So, for some background information, this happened about a year or two ago. I was either 10 or 11 years old, but I can't really recall. I know I'm young, but I really wanted to share this story. One day, me and my sister decided to go to Walmart. I don't really remember why we went, though. I think we just needed some groceries or something. Keep in mind, my sister's 19 during this story. So we're just doing our regular thing, buying stuff, talking about non-important things, etc. Some time goes by and we're just getting to the self-checkout line and I see this older man. He looks to be around his mid-40s. He has black hair and he's really tall. He's accompanied by a child who's around 9 or 10. I just figured it was his son but I just ignored them and didn't really think too much about them. So we're scanning our items and me and my sister were just talking. Then me and my sister got into an argument. I don't really remember what it was about, but all I remember is hearing my sister say, Ugh, you're just so aggravating. Which I didn't really care too much about it because I've been called insults that usually revolve around my big mouth for as long as I can remember. But then the man with the black hair turned around, looked at me and my sister, and then said, Don't be so mean to me. He then started laughing, and he told my sister that she was cute. We both kind of just stood there, trying to convince ourselves that he didn't say that. We were both really shocked, and we made a grossed-out face at him. I looked over at the kid who was standing right beside him, and I realized he was smiling. Actually smiling. I thought that the whole thing was just really creepy and bizarre, and I could really tell how uncomfortable my sister was. So we turned around and finished checking out our things and booked it the hell out of there. When we got in my sister's jeep, we looked at each other and just talked about what happened. We both agreed how creepy it was. Then we drove home. We told my mom and dad about it, but they just thought it was some creep in his son looking to scare some young girls or something. But here's my question. Why did he hit on my sister without even knowing her age? People usually tell my sister that she looks really young for her age. And I mean, she looked like she was 16 during this encounter. I know this story is pretty mild, but I'm really glad nothing drastic happened after that. But some people really aren't as lucky. So just be really careful when people act creepy around you. Whether you're a guy or girl, literally anything can happen. This was in late spring 2017 in Washington State. I had made a new friend named Jen, and we had started to hang out a little more frequently. I was 20 and she was 22. 
Both of us had long black hair, some facial piercings, and we were occasionally mistaken for siblings. She had a girlfriend at the time who worked at one of the Walmarts in town. This Walmart was the one that I had never been to prior to this day. It was located in a part of town that I particularly didn't really like due to it being riddled with drugs and crime. Janet asked me if I would drive her over to the Walmart so she could see her girlfriend on her break and have a quick cigarette with her. I told her yes because I figured it would be a quick and a little fun adventure since we weren't really doing anything else. It was early in the afternoon and I kept having a really uneasy feeling about going the entire time that I was driving there. I just felt like something bad was going to happen, but I brushed it off and just figured I was working myself up over nothing. When we pulled up and started walking towards the front doors, I noticed there was a car parked at the very front of the building with the hood popped. It was kind of in between the two separate entrances that most Walmarts have. There were three younger guys, 20 to 25 years old roughly, and they were leaning against the car and were just staring at us as we walked in. I figured they might have thought that we were pretty or something. However, I just couldn't help but get this horrible vibe from them. We walked inside and Jen went over to talk to her girlfriend and we all went outside to smoke a cigarette. On our way out the door, I noticed that the car was still parked in the very same spot with the hood popped up. And again, the guys had started staring at us again. I kept getting a really huge rush of anxiety and it just didn't feel right. I decided that maybe I was just nervous because I had never met Jen's girlfriend and maybe I'm just really socially awkward. We finished up our cigarettes and we walked back inside. While we were out there, many people had stopped and offered the young men help, but they just declined every time. I could see them shake their head no and I was far enough away that I could barely hear much, but I did hear them say that they had a friend coming to help them jumpstart their car. After we got inside, Jen said goodbye to her girlfriend and we talked about what we were going to do for the next couple of hours until her girlfriend was off work. We continued to discuss this on our way out the door. We were crossing the main driving area up in the front and walking to my car when one of those guys from that car then came running up to us. He was fairly good looking and he seemed like a normal 20 something guy. He had started to smile and he asked if we had any jumper cables to jump their car. Having heard them say earlier that their friend was on their way to jump their car, I figured they were getting impatient on waiting or their friend must have bailed on them or something. I told him that I did and that if he wanted me to jump the car, I can pull my car up there to help him out but he would have to connect the cable since I didn't really know where they hook up at. That's when he then said back, How about I just ride with you in your car so I can show you where our car is? Now this really struck me as extremely odd, so I just said back, I can see your car, it's the one parked right in the front of the building, right? Right at this time. I looked over at Jen who had the same expression of what the fuck is going on here on her face as I did. He then said, Yeah, but I could just ride with you guys because I can help guide you when you're driving up to the car. No, that's okay. I can drive up there myself, I said. This is when I really started to panic because we had been walking to my car this entire time when we were talking and I was almost to it. I had parked pretty far out in the parking lot as well, so there weren't really many cars around, and all the cars that were around were empty, so there really wasn't anyone that I could call for help. The guy made one last plea by saying, Well, can I ride with you so I don't have to walk all the way back up there? 
It's really a far walk and you'll get to my car before I do. I finally had enough of this dude and trying to be nice, and I said very sternly, Look dude, I'll jumpstart your car, but you're not getting in my car. Fine, he said, and he seemed pretty disappointed. We got in my car and Jen and I talked about whether we should even go help him now, all the while buckling our seatbelts. We ultimately decided that if we were in the front of the building, we should be fine since it was broad daylight and there were pretty much cameras everywhere and there was also quite a few people in the area. What we saw next made all of the blood rush out of my face. As we drove up to the parking road towards the front of the building where the car was parked at, I then saw the guy that we had just talked to running to the car while the other two guys slammed the hood shut, started the car, then peeled out of the parking lot right as the other guy got in the car. I parked my car in another space and I tried to call my fiance and tell him what happened and I asked him if he thought I should call the police. I was shaking and my eyes were tearing up. I had never felt that kind of fear before in my life. These guys just looked like your run-of-the-mill young and attractive guys. They were around my age and I always thought that these kind of things were really only done by creepy older men. You know, the kind you shy your children away from based off looks alone. Not by young attractive guys who probably graduated high school in the last five years. I couldn't get a hold of my fiance and I just really wanted to get the hell out of there because I just didn't feel safe anymore. I ended up deciding not to call the police which I still really regret to this day. It's been a little over three years now and whenever I think about this, I really wonder what that guy would have done if I had let him get in my car. A couple of weeks after this happened, I was watching the local news with my sister and fiance. They were running a story talking about an attempted kidnapping that had actually happened earlier that day at the very same Walmart that we had been to when our incident happened. They said that the unidentified individuals weren't caught but they were posing as people with car trouble that needed help. I'm absolutely positive that it was the same set of guys that we encountered that day. I now won't go anywhere near that side of town unless I absolutely have to. And if I ever go to the store, I always make sure my fiance is with me. I wasn't going to share this story at first, but now I'm more than over the situation. Before we start, I'd just like to say judge me all you want. I know I can be a bit stupid. My birthday had just passed on the 29th of November, making me 24 now. I'm only 5'2 and about 170 to 180 pounds. I'm strong enough to help move furniture but not strong enough to defend myself the way I would like. You would really think as someone who survived an attempted sexual assault I would have learned some self-defense, but I've really lost a lot of motivation and self-worth since. The abusive relationship really made it worse, but that's beside the point. So to start off, I won't get into any major details, but I had just moved to Jackson, Tennessee from Miami, Florida, because I had also just gotten out of an extremely physically, emotionally, and mentally abusive relationship that lasted three years. Around June, my current boyfriend and I had been going on trips pretty much every weekend. We would visit a new hiking and waterfall area. Although there isn't much nightlife, Tennessee is amazingly beautiful. We went to this place called Narrows of the Harpeth. This is one of the more underwhelming places that we've been, but it was still really relaxing. We had found a cool place to sit and swim after having hiked for two hours. A few shots and one blunt later, 
and it was time to make the hour-long trip back to Jackson. I had slipped my shoes and dress back on. My dress was a little bit above knee length, meaning if I bent too far forward, my little bum would be on display. I own my body and sexuality, so showing some skin never really bothers me, and I don't really think about it because I just expect people to respect me as I respect them and the way they dress. Anyways, on the way back to the car, I being the tipsy dumbass I am, managed to trip and fall and scrape my leg really badly. It's actually scarred now. I tell my boyfriend that we needed to go to Walmart once we're back in Jackson, because I needed to thoroughly clean my wound with hydrogen peroxide and neosporin. My boyfriend says okay. An hour later, we're here at Walmart. Mind you, it's only about 9pm going on 10pm. Not late by any means. We get what I need, but because I'm still tipsy and really high from the blunt, I get distracted pretty easily, and I remember that my boyfriend had got me the wrong size for my iPhone 11 Pro. He had actually got me a case for the Max instead of just the Pro. I wanted an idea of what I could trade it in for, and he wanted to look at some of the games as well as a gaming PC for me. So I'm happily tipsy and I'm just really excited for a new case. But if you've ever been to Walmart, then you know the cases are never in order. And because of this, you often have to bend down to look at things. I had noticed that there was a man looking at the cases as well, and I had just said, Excuse me, sorry, can I look at those cases that you're standing in front of? He looked at me with a really blank yet dirty look, then nodded and stepped over. I'm happily looking through the shelf, and about five minutes in, this lady and what I can only assume were her two children then approaches me. Mind you, we're literally in the middle of a pandemic and I'm really thrown off by how close she is to me. And especially with her baby that literally looks no older than nine months. I step back and she grabs my arm and then says, Oh my gosh, wow, I haven't seen you in forever. Look at that hair, wow. Her grip tightens. At this point, my heart is racing and my face gets hot enough to show that I'm visibly scared. And that's when my boyfriend then says, Uh, everything okay, babe? He then looks at me equally concerned. I begin to start thinking to myself, Does this lady know my mom or something? Who is she? Could she be an old family friend that I just don't remember? Mind you, I'm originally from Ohio. We do have family here in Tennessee, but I really don't know any of them. My mom really loves to brag about her kids, so I'm just really trying to shake this weird feeling. But her daughter just keeps looking behind me. I go to turn around and she then says, No, don't turn around. Come walk with me. Please just trust me on this. I don't know why, but I really felt that she was being genuine, so I followed her. We step over to the side by the baby clothes, which is still in front of the electronics, and she then says, Baby, I'm so sorry to scare you like this, but there were three men surrounding you. They went by the laptops and talked, and then I noticed one of the guys taking photos and videos of you while you were bent over looking at the cases. The other man was the tall guy that was right next to you, but I don't know where the third man went. In that moment... All I can remember is this high-pitched ringing in my ears, my stomach flipping, and I just felt like I was going to be sick. I never understood what people meant when they would say everything slowed down, but in that moment, everything moved in slow motion, 
and I was so freaked out to the point that I actually have no clue what she said afterwards. It was as if I blacked out for a brief moment and then quickly came to the realization that the family and my boyfriend were looking at me visibly panicked. I turned around and there he was. He looked Hispanic and he was actually shorter than me and maybe about 5 foot 1, but he was very much built. He also looked to be around 40. The other man was white and also maybe in his mid-40s and he looked to be about 5'11". I swear to God, I'll never forget the dead blank range in the Hispanic man's eyes. It was like his first meal in five days had been stolen from him and he was ready to kill in order to have it back. That's when I then saw the white man walk over to him. They then said something, both looked at me, looked back at each other, said something else and then started to walk slowly towards us. At that point, we all turned around and headed for the registers, and that's when I thanked my lucky stars because there were actually three cops at the front of the store. I rudely pushed past people to get to the self-checkout with tears in my eyes and frantically repeating excuse me to anyone who got in front of me. I looked back and I saw them just standing there. However, this time the third guy was there. My heart started to sink and I just wanted to pass out. I guess it looked like I was going up to the cops because they started to hightail it once they saw me get close to them. I being high as shit and being a black woman wasn't going to chance the cops turning this around on me because I was simply stoned and tipsy. My only thought was, get to the car, get to the gun, don't stop, run. My boyfriend had said that he could barely keep up with me and at one point that I had grabbed his hand so tight he had to force the grip off because it felt like I was going to crush his hands. And before anyone bashes my boyfriend, let me just say, I don't expect a man to be my savior. He also isn't the angry confrontational type. He's very calm and level-headed. I mean, he wouldn't even hurt a fly unless I asked him to get rid of it for whatever reason. I just knew that I was the target and I was putting him at risk. I knew that they could easily jump him and then one of them could overpower me after taking him out. I probably looked really crazy half walking and passing everyone, but I didn't care. I wasn't going to become another missing woman. We made it to the car safely, then peeled out of there. I've never seen my boyfriend drive so fast in my life, as he's usually beyond careful and never speeds. We sat at a sonic drive-in for about an hour just to make sure we weren't being followed. We began to recount everything that happened. I just really couldn't believe that we were both too tipsy to notice that I'd become prey in somewhere as simple as Walmart. I've never felt more stupid and irresponsible in my life. I never want to experience that level of fear and panic in my life ever again. I didn't even get the chance to thank the lady who pretty much saved us. Sometimes we talk about it. I mean, what if the lady didn't see what the guy was doing? Even if we had caught on, there were three of them, and we only saw two at first. I always think of the horrors that could have happened. I actually had a nightmare on that same night that the men attacked us in the parking lot. The creepiest part of the nightmare was that the third man had shoved me in the trunk, and as I went to look at him, all I could see was a featureless face. I woke up in tears that night, realizing that I didn't get a clear look at the third guy's face. It took me nearly a month to enter a Walmart again. I've now moved states and I've only been to Walmart once since moving here. 
so did the creepy men that stalked me, upskirted me, and basically followed me even when they knew I was around other people. I genuinely hope that we never meet again, because the gun I carry on my person now has three beautiful hollows that would really enjoy meeting all of you. So yeah, I just dare you to try something.